Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 512 of the Drunk Dashers Podcast. I can't take us seriously like this. I'm your host, I'm Tyler, and joining us, joining us, joining me is the man, the myth, the legend himself, the really cool guy, <laughs> Sure, Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? Oh, man. I'll tell you what, I feel so freaking, <laughs> I feel so freaking tired right at this moment in time that uh, not only was it a hell of a week in terms of the workplace, mm-hmm. not only was it a hell of a week in terms of like say freaking gaming news stuff both good and also horrendously bad but on top of that all sorts of a hell of a week for being a professional wrestling fan with all this other shit that's going on too very true but uh despite all that you know i'm doing all right i got a gift from tyler in the mail Mm -hmm. today and i'm actually currently wearing it welcome yeah I'm gonna be standing up. Well, for those listening in, you're not gonna see anything. But for those watching, <laughs> you're gonna see me wearing a gigantic shirt, a freaking pitter pot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man, it, it's a gift that keeps on giving. Really, people oh, don't that's... know. People don't know. Sorry, Gibbs. But uh, years ago, uh, we did a. We, there, pitter pot is a game that I actually uh, donated money to this guy to make uh, from Treefall Studios. Um, and I, I got a free code for for donating to him. I'm actually in the credits of that game, and another, I've donated to him for another game called The Maze. So I'm in the credits, and my best friend Justin, who used to record with us, uh, he's in the credits for both of those games as well. Uh, we did an Extra Life bet years ago. I think it was like 2018, maybe. And the loser, the whoever got the least money, least amount of money, had to play through Pitter Pot. And Gables not only lost, but he streamed himself playing the game. And he platinumed the game. And it's a joke that just keeps on giving because uh, I, got, I had a few drinks in me last week and I saw that there is a Treefall Studios uh, marketplace. I believe it was at Teesprings, Gables. Was that what it was? Uh, I think it was like Teespring or something. I think like it was that. Teesprings. Yeah, I found it on there and they had a sale, a site wide sale. And it was worth the $23 and whatever cents uh, for Gables. App. I, I'm sure the smile it brings to his faces uh, and all the other faces that see it. Um, is, is well worth it for him as well. But I, the, the funniest part, though, about this whole thing, I'm, for audio listeners, I'm so sorry, but um, look in the show notes. You will see the YouTube link on there. Please go there. Like, follow, subscribe while you're there. Click on this video. That Well, I guess you're, if you're listening to us, you're clicking on this video already. Um, but hit that like button. But also, uh, if you see that shirt, the funniest part about this whole equation is when we first started this Skype call, Gables and I was bullshitting for like an hour before we hopped on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um I noticed he was sitting in a chair backwards and I'm like, what are you like some like cool, cool kid now? And I told him to go put on a, uh, a backwards hat for me. And he didn't do it at the time, but right before we started recording, I walked away to go to the bathroom. I came back. He's sitting there in a fucking backwards hat. So that's why I'm wearing a backwards hat. Uh, cause I don't want to be one up because we're making the douchiest podcast of all time. Um, so that's what's happening. Gables, you just look like the Steve Buscemi meme where he was like with the holding the skateboard and the backwards hat. He's like, what's up, fellow young kids? <laughs> that's, what, that's like what I'm looking at. That's what we are right now. Uh, and uh, Gables is that guy that, like, that they hire, the paid actor that they hire to go to like schools when you're in elementary school. And he's like, he pulls up, the, pulls, pulls up the chair, sits in it backwards. He's like, this is why you don't drink and drive, kids. And that's what I imagine Gables is doing. I think I've had those moments in elementary school, too. That's, oh, who hasn't had those that, moments? That's a- Shit, <laughs> that's what i'm imagining right now he's like gables is just oh, my obs is going weird again why is it doing it now uh but yeah uh that's um, exactly what i am imagining uh gables doing um 
and that's very funny to me and it brings <laughs> me very much joy but uh yeah gables i mean overall though uh, you know how how was your week you know what like i said man it's been crazy there was definitely some there's definitely some fun elements I had to get rid of my old computer chair, so that's partially the reason why I'm sitting in a chair backwards right here with this big old, like, green rail of, like, a freaking mm-hmm. back to the seat. You know, it's a sturdy big metal chair. green rail. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the better portion of the week has been, like, me keeping track of the gaming news, but uh, also playing a bit of TMNT, that collection and stuff. I got to admit, nice. man, it's like, it's definitely a fun nostalgia trip, but I'll I'll talk a bit more of that when we're doing what we've been playing. But let me just say this, man: it's like it, there's all these different games, all these different things, and I definitely got something to say in regards to some of these games because it's yeah. Let's just say it's got a lot of reaction out of me. <laughs> okay, very cool, very good. How have you been doing, Tyler? I'm doing all right right now. The OBS is making me mad here for. Audio listeners, I'm sorry. You have no idea what I'm talking about. But it is fucking me today. Here we go. We're getting somewhere here. It just keeps moving you around, Gables. It does not like your green chair and its big green rails. Well, I guess we can fix that. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Come on now. Oh, oh, no, 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 it's fine. We'll leave it as I'll, I'll work around it. It's fine. Uh, God, this is... We do this for free, people. We do this because we love it, not because we get paid to do this. Uh, so I don't want to hear any goddamn complaints about quality and Gable's chair. As a beautiful chair, as a fantastic T-shirt, you look fantastic, Gables. Oh, thank you. Yeah. What the fuck is that? A lizard on the hat? It's not a lizard, dude. It's an elephant. <laughs> yeah, no, Gables. That's a lizard. That's that looks like Gex. You think I was taking a hat off? Okay. It's an Uncle Nays hat. <laughs> Oh, it's the Oakland A's hat. Okay. All right. Well, fuck. Well, whatever. It's still it's it's a, it's a lizard to me. Goddammit. Um, but anyways, this is a video game podcast. I swear to you. Uh, please don't. If you haven't left, thank you. Uh, but uh, anyway, if you if you're liking this, if you are, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with you. Um, but if if you are, uh, like I said, look down those look down in the show notes. Look at all those links down there. Click on them. Click around. Follow them. Click on some subscribes. Hit some likes. Share share some share some stuff with your friends. Tell your friends. If they don't like it, fuck them. You know? Get new friends. Share it to them. You know, they don't like it, fuck them too. Get some new friends. Share it to them. Tell them. Put on a bulletin board. Print out this podcast. Make an NFT if this... Don't do it. Don't make an NFT. Don't make an no, NFT. I'm no, sorry. No, don't do that. No, I went too no, far. No. I went too far, Gables. I went too far. I'm sorry. You're wrong. It's the Oktoberfest. It's, it does things to me. Um, makes me a little rowdy. And also, I decided to wear a hoodie, and I'm not sure why. Uh, cause it's getting a little warm now. Um, but yeah, anyways, um, uh, don't give me that goddamn look, Gables. Don't give me that look. I know I'm an idiot. I don't need you to look at me like I'm an idiot cause I fucking know I'm one. God, Jesus. Biggest asshole in the world, Gables. Let me tell you guys. Speaking of biggest assholes in the world, let's talk about these fucking showcases that happened this week, Gables. All right. Um, I don't know if you watched them, Gables. I watched... I did have a chance to watch your coverage of the D23 one. I also had a chance to watch some of the Ubisoft Forward. And, oh, oh God, both of them were not that great. Not that yeah. good. Um, I, I'm going to go off on some of these. Uh, but, 
if um, I'll, I'll put the links into the show notes. Uh, if if but for the uh, I put time codes in for the um, Ubisoft forward one. Mm-hmm. Uh, just skip to the last five minutes uh, for if you want to hear me rant um, for about five minutes. Or actually, you could just keep listening to this because uh, I'm just gonna go off on a rant again when we get to the Ubisoft one. Uh, but you know, go on, go there, click on it anyways, give us the view, click the like button, tell your friends, share it. Like I said, if they don't like that, fuck those friends. Get new <laughs> friends. They're not good friends. They're not bad people. Get new friends. Um, but anyways, Gables, we had the D23 Disney Marvel video game showcase. First one ever. And I went in, and I even said this at the beginning of, uh, I said this a couple weeks ago, and I said this um, going in at the beginning of my live reaction. Where I said, I don't know, I don't have expectations for this one. I'm not going crazy with it. I'm, I'm not like bottom of the barrel, but I'm not like crazy high because we don't have a standard for these things. Um, right, right. Well, Gables, if we have another one of these, I'm going to fucking lower my goddamn standards to the bottom of the fucking barrel. <laughs> so it started off here with a world premiere of uh, Mike Bithel is making a Tron identity, a game called Tron Identity. It's right. a Tron game. People don't know. He makes like kind of story-based games. Uh, there's no like real like gameplay to it. It's kind of like a lot of talking and you make decisions based off of it. It's like imagine Walking Dead, but it's just the dialogue options. Wasn't he the same man that created Thomas Was Alone? Yes. Okay. That's the same guy. Yes. Uh, he's made a couple other games. Uh, he makes very good games for what they are. They're not my games, but um, a lot of people, he's very well respected in the industry. Right. And people, you know, people seem to like his games. So, hey, good for him. That's, this might be his biggest uh, game yet. Um, you know, getting, you know, being showcased like this and also getting the Tron, Tron name. Uh, next up, though, we had a bright spot, Gables. It was looking pretty good. Mm-hmm. The, the Bithel announcement starting off, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, that was you know, a nice surprise. I, I think that will be. I think that will be a good game, at the very least. Won't be a huge game. Won't be a game of the year. Or won't be a game that we even probably play. But hey, there'll be people. There'll be an eyes out there's gonna like it. And it started off pretty good here again, Gables. We got uh, Disney Illusion Island. It is a 2D multiplayer platformer um, that you can play with up to four, with up to three other friends in a four-player multiplayer co-op. You get to play as Mickey, Minnie, Donnie, uh, Don, Donnie, Donnie, Donald, and Goofy. Donnie. Donnie! Uh, yeah. Don, Donnie Duck. Uh, Donald and Goofy. Um, so cool. It's a four-player multi, It's a four-player multiplayer game with 2D play, uh, platforming to play with friends. Unfortunately, though, it's exclusive to the Switch. Uh, so fuck you on that one. Um, and it's coming in 2023. It, it was uh, The comedy was pretty good. It looked... I said this at the time. It looks just like a Rayman game. It definitely did look like a co-op Rayman game. The Rayman Origins, Rayman Legends and stuff, it definitely gave off that feel. I did like the aspect to where they look like they've copied some of the good parts of those games. I mean, we've only got yeah. a chance to see maybe, what, 10 seconds of actual gameplay, maybe not even that, but at the yeah, same point, about 10 you know, it's like, I don't like the fact that it's exclusive on Switch because the multiplayer portions of that would benefit the other consoles as well as PC. But uh, I do like the fact that the art style looks fine. I think that the the gameplay itself looks sort of smooth, you know? And from what I understand, though, like uh, the story portions of it and stuff, it's based upon some of those Disney shorts and stuff that they've showcased and stuff, which are... yeah give or take who you've talked to and stuff are actually relatively decent and not like say bad in all sorts but i know i've never had a chance to watch any of those cartoons or any of that sort but uh i did like goofy at the end of the trailer you know like tbd 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 um yeah i thought that was it was it got that joke got me and i'm like gables this is starting off pretty goddamn good i'm this this we're going with some places here this was probably the best 
these were those two announcements one after the other. That was the way they fucking peaked this thing in my. There were definitely opinion. two and three. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then we went off a sharp cliff because we started talking about Marvel Midnight Suns. Um, <laughs> it's gotten delayed multiple times now. Um, it got uh, delayed again from like, October. Uh, and then it's now coming out December 2nd. We didn't have that date before. We got... Um, they call it a gameplay trailer, but it was like two minutes. And then it would intersplice it with like a second and a half of gameplay, which is just like like a slow like grid rolling over i mean it's an xcom style game with card battling i don't fucking know um it's something i said when it was a summer game fest they announced spider-man was even part of it yeah. they should like they did an all cg trailer I'm like how do you go from full out blowing this game out last year to then you showed it multiple times since then but it's been no gameplay uh and i know people were upset about the card battling stuff and apparently that's why the big part of like the, these delays is they're trying to like rework the game like obviously they can't rip out the card battling because that's a core part of the game but they're reworking the game but now it's like cool it's like you're reworking the stuff that people didn't listen and care for but you're not showing us what you'd made different about it Uh, and obviously it's hard to show the gameplay i understand it's hard to show that gameplay um but like people are going in kind of negative about this yeah and you're not giving us a reason to change our mind well absolutely not i mean midnight suns was touted as like one of their major releases over the past year and stuff we've seen cinematic after cinematic after cinematic and now we actually get a chance to see some bit of gameplay and it is literally hilarious to me why is it is because you have these big old flashy elaborate things and all of a sudden they get a cut to like a small bit of the gameplay and it looks average as shit i mean i'm not gonna pull any punches on it i mean i like my fair share of card games in this regards but this feels average at best, if not a bit underwhelming from what initially what they were trying to tout this and how they're building this game to try to be. I mean, it's not just the characters itself, but also the whole like good versus evil stuff, the whole these different characters and stuff that are under the control of the enemies, you know, like Hulk and Venom and this and that. Mm-hmm. But uh, this for a big triple A game that they're trying to like Disney is trying to put forward, it feels half baked. It feels not well thought out. It feels like a quick cash grab, and that's it. Yeah, I, I just I think it seems like they're trying, but I like I said, like this is these games, these style games are hard to sell, and the easy thing to do, and I get it, is like. You have these iconic characters. Mm-hmm. Let's just show them doing cool CG shit. Right. And right. that's probably, honestly, it's probably the smart move to do. Well, absolutely. Because people that want to just play a Marvel game are going to see the characters they love just doing cool looking shit. But what they're not going to realize when they go home and play the game is it's a card game. Which, I mean, the game could be good. I don't know. Right. Uh, right. For people like us, we might like it. I don't know. But maybe, I don't know. I just, I think it's just going to, it's coming out in December. It feels like it's just going to come out and die type of thing it's, it's gonna well, sell well because well, it's got yeah. as a marvel game but it's like on the scale of what it could have been it's gonna die it's possible that that could end up happening i mean we've seen previous game releases do the exact same thing it could also be potentially a good game in its own right to where maybe there's some sort of gimmick or some other types of things that we're not fully aware of that may actually lead people to wanting to play this long term i mean yeah. we only know about the we only know really about the cinematics and what bit of gameplay that was shown, but 
Yeah, you know, it's it's just going to be one of those things where I kind of feel in agreement with you to where it's going to come out, it's going to get passed over, and then that's going to be it for the rest of the year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, Callisto Protocol is also coming out in December, but that's coming out in December because they're trying to come out before Dead Space. Because if it comes out after Dead Space, they're kind of fucked. Yeah. So I get that one. Absolutely. The, putting a Marvel game out in December, I don't know. You're missing the holiday. You're missing that, that Thanksgiving rush. I don't know. Uh, next up, though, is just a kind of a, a fuck you, Tyler, uh, segment here where we just got Marvel Strike Force. It's a mobile game. It's a fucking CG trailer for a mobile game. What is the game, Gables? I cannot even tell you what the game is. It's I don't know either. <laughs> Does anybody know? For all we know, it could be a freaking puzzle game. You know, it could be another yeah. stone-like game, like the other game that they could be a Candy Crush game. It could. Be, I don't fucking know. It could be the next thing, like Snapback. You know, you know. Mar- yeah, Marvel Snap. Yes, uh, that's happening. It's coming out October eighteenth. It is a card battling game. It's like, hey, would you like to see? Uh, uh, Shang-Chi uh, fight Thanos. Fuck yeah, I would. In like, but for real, not with cards. Fuck off. Uh, I'm in a mood. Uh, but then again, <laughs> sorry. It's like, we're not really too much interested inside of mobile games like that. You I'm know, not it's, into the gotcha shit. No, the gotcha yeah. stuff. The gotcha stuff is complete crap anyway, in my honest opinion. But at the same point, it's like, I know that there are gamers out there that really do enjoy their specific gotcha games, like. Specific animes related to that, specific like types of gaming franchises. I mean, for God's sakes, Nintendo has made fucking millions in regards to Fire Emblem Heroes with that gotcha game. Oh yeah, that's their most. And they're they're pulling out the gotcha mechanics out of Mario Kart Tour. So yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Uh, next up though, Alien Dark Descent. So this game was revealed at Summer Game Fest, and I'm like, okay, cool. A two a twin stick shooter. I like twin stick shooters. Yeah. Those games are fun. I get into them. Um, that's awesome. Gables. Yeah. What if I told you it's a fucking tactics game? <laughs> Out of all the possibilities that this game could have been, I mean, twin, twin stick shooter. Okay, that's fine. You know, first person shooter. Hey, that would have been great. You know, third person shooter. Oh, okay. And all the other stuff. There was no way I was going to think that this next Aliens game was going to be a tactical turn-based game. That it's just the fact that it's a different genre and also the look of it does not look all that appealing. It looks like a generic military shooter, <laughs> like a generic military turn-based game. Yeah. Uh, it, there, yeah no, like that doesn't sound to me at all. Um, next up, Hey, we're going to show you some more uh, info, some more stuff here from avatar, okay. uh, which is the Ubisoft game. All right, cool. They showed us more. They showed us some CG shit, Gables. Mm-hmm. Yeah, CG trailers. No more gameplay. That game was supposed to come out this year. Yeah, it this was. This is coming out in November. It was. Now it's coming out early next year. We still haven't seen gameplay for it. And Moving on. <laughs> go ahead, Gables. Do you want to go? I'm, I'm, I'm in a mood. I'll just say, wasn't that also a mobile game? The, uh, we'll get to that <laughs> later, Gables. I'm, I'm building up towards it, okay? All right. I'm yeah. building up towards it. It's down there. It's down there. All right. All right. Well, there was one announcement I did kind of like. It is because of how random and off the fucking wall it was. And that was the announcement of Gargoyles Remastered. 
because I thought it was really hilarious that they were just talking and like all this other mobile shit. And then like right square in the middle, they give like maybe a couple seconds, like a blink, you would miss it. Announcement was like, oh yeah, we're bringing back gargoyles and stuff like the gargoyles were yeah, back, blah, blah blah blah. The Sega Genesis game, you know, that no one's thought about for like. 20 some 25 to 30 years or something like that it's like yeah we're gonna go forth we're not gonna announce what console it's on or anything we're just gonna say yeah we're, just we're not gonna even gonna show you what it looks like we're gonna show you a we're gonna show you a clip of the original version of the we're game show i mean three the... seconds of the original game and like goliath fucking yeah. kicking off some random dude off a tower <laughs> yeah i mean don't be wrong that was funny but <laughs> come on yeah give me more than that you know i don't this we're not like you can give me a logo to like a big game and that'd be it, like something, but like it's a remaster of a Super Nintendo game. Well, that's the thing, though. It's like, I like the idea that they're going back to the well in order to use a game or like remake a game from a franchise that's long been dormant for years, like Gargoyles. I mean, for those listening in, this was Disney's answer back in the 90s to Batman the Animated Series. And yeah, there were some like mixture of like good and bad quality seasons and stuff, but. You know, Gargoyles was a fantastic series when it first debuted. It did push the line in regards to, like, uh, controversies back then in the 90s. I mean, I remember there was one episode to where one of the Gargoyles had a gun and accidentally shot one of the officers or some that helped them and this and that. And that never... At, that episode specifically aired only once. Never actually got aired again, though. But you can find it on the original, like... Uh, season set and stuff i know i have that i know i have like the gargoyles like seasons and stuff but the mm. fact remains is like this is a dormant franchise to where i'm i'm really happy about seeing back in any type of form as long as it's not rebooted and done to shit i mean i would just much rather just have it be like this like, okay i'm looking forward to that not sure what improvements you're gonna do but hey i'm all for keith david yeah. Um, yeah. I I, don't I I watched as a kid. I don't I don't really have like a like a giant affinity for it though. So um But Gables, next up though, we did have Mirrorverse. It is another fucking mobile game. Yep. Another fucking mobile game, Gables. Yeah, unfortunately so. I mean the whole pattern throughout this whole D23 is quintessentially the ways that Disney want to go and release any type of game and get some form of microtransaction or some sort of like money immediate. And quintessentially, that's what a lot of these mobile games are. But still, one mobile game goes into another mobile game for this freaking presentation, and I quintessentially can't even remember what the fuck Mirrorverse is. Yeah, no, it was just like you play as the villains. There was a, there was a CG trailer. Apparently, it's in beta. You can play the beta. Okay. Um, it's an, like an RPG game, I guess. I don't fucking know. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, next up, next up, we had uh, Disney Speedstorm. It is a kart oh. racer. Uh, it was a mostly uh, CG trailer. Um, you have like Mulan, Jack Sparrow, mm-hmm. Mickey, Sully in the game, and then they did this thing where like, hey, it's coming soon, but also coming soon is a monster Monsters Inc. Uh, collaboration with the game so i'm like wait so the game's coming soon but also this is coming soon i'm really confused everything's coming soon apparently in this fucking thing uh i don't know 
like I said during the, the live reaction, what's old is new. What what is old is new again. Mm-hmm. Is we are just copying. Uh, we're just making Smash and Mario Kart clones now. I mean, it's a safe bet so. if it works for them and actually plays well. I mean, more power to them. But yeah. Yeah, you know what? I mean, this makes sense for them in regards to wanting to capitalize on something that's incredibly popular because, you know, that's what Disney does. But, yeah. 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 Uh, next up, Disney Dreamlight Valley. It's a, it's a Stardew Valley game. Uh, it's in free-to-play right now. If you have Game Pass, so you can get, like, mm-hmm. the Founders Pack right. is in that. Otherwise, it's 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 free to it's free to download, but if you want all the, like, the characters or shit like that, you can just get on Game Pass. Um, the only thing I remember from that initial showcase with that trailer, it's like it's two things. Woody acting so overly excited and stuff like that to a comical degree. And Buzz, and Buzz Lightyear freaking flirting with Ursula. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you? <laughs> uh, no, too many tentacles. Anyway. <laughs> Gables, come on. I've seen your browser history. Oh, hell. Um, <laughs> moving on here, though, Gables, you, you, uh, you talked about this earlier. Your game of the show. Avatar Reckoning is an MMORPG shooter coming to uh, mobile. Hey, but hey, good news about this mobile game. Yes, they showed gameplay. Uh, oh, it yeah. looks like a it looks like they just made the like PUBG or like that. That there's a Final Fantasy VII first soldier um, mobile game yep. that's like a battle royale. This looked exactly like that. It definitely did. It's it's shameless in regards to what it's supposed to be, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much the full extent I could say about it because it's like it looks average at best. It has the same type of like not I wouldn't say the same. I haven't played the game, but at the same point, it's like it looks similar to previous like battle royale style games. The whole MMO RPG first person shooter <laughs> i'm sorry that's yeah i don't so know what, what's hilarious though is like the whole point of the game is like the 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 blue people i don't know i don't know the movie very well but the blue people um they don't like use weapons like or they don't have like guns and shit and, like they're overpowered by these no. this overpowering army but now in this game they have guns and armor and shit <laughs> so it's like sense it, at all. it's like wait what is do you guys not know what avatar is i like i never seen the movie and I know what Avatar is, so I don't know. Um, but Gables, we did have some good news. Yes, we did have some good news. Okay. Skydance Games, Amy Amy Henning. I hope to God she can finally put this game out because she's not. I mean, she's had the worst luck. Uh, I guess it leaked earlier in the day. I heard there were some leaks right, out there. Right, right. I was right. able to avoid the leaks though. Luckily, uh, all day. Um, so we are getting a Captain America um, with Tachanka. Uh, in Paris, it looks like in World War II, um, and uh, Bucky's gonna be there, and I cannot remember the name of like basically like his like best like the, his uh, kind of like the Bucky to Captain America like sidekick I guess um, I can't remember her name, but she, her lo- looks like her like her like figure Silhouette. was there. Yeah, silhouette. Thank you. I couldn't think of it. Um, it was there, and what was it? It was like four four heroes, uh, two two places one war or something like that i don't know uh i i guess though i was concerned that it was gonna be like a, a live service game or like a multiplayer game apparently it is a single player game but you jump around between the four playable characters now you see so that's fucking awesome that sounds more interesting to me than when it's initially was unveiled about the the game itself the trailer looks fine you know i mean i was not expecting a 
Captain America game being showcased at this event. I thought it would be more played into uh, Spider-Man or whatsoever. But barring that, you know, what was presented right here where it's like Amy Hennig, Skydance and stuff. You have Captain America, this War II era. You have Black Panther and stuff. Like, both of them pretty much teaming up alongside of, like, other characters from both both franchises, like, both series. And to hear it's actually a interchangeable character, like, single-player experience definitely gives it more of an appeal to me because the first thing I saw when I was seeing four characters this and that, I'm like, oh, God, it's another fucking, like, random co-op online, like, multiplayer sort yeah. of game isn't it it's gonna be it's like exactly another what i was scared avengers of. isn't it i'm like i but hearing that you know now i'm more intrigued now i want to see more gameplay from the studio so yeah. that definitely went from me not having some interest to actually being probably one of the more exciting portions about this entire conference i think i would put that over the mickey obviously the mickey oh, one yeah. obviously over like uh the whole the whole tron and this and that but yeah, I did this is like definitely this. number one. Yeah, yeah. Like, I my pet peeve is always like CG trailers, but like, there's a lot of pedigree to this because it's you got Black Panther, you got you got Captain America, yes, you got Bucky. Um, I can't remember the sidekick, like I said, of uh, Black Panther. Sorry for that. Uh, but and you have Amy Henning, like that. That's a lot of good vibes, Gables. Yes, uh, to me. Uh, and like, I hope like it. I hope it looks like they're just letting her make the game that she wants to make. Cause that was the thing that like, I think me and everybody else, when you heard the, the rumors out, the leaks that came out that like EA hired Amy Henning and had her run a studio <laughs> to make a, a star Wars game. Mm-hmm. And then she made an uncharted star Wars game, which the woman that made uncharted. Oh my, she's making a star Wars uncharted game. That sounds fucking fantastic. It and does. they're like, well, did. why are, this game just looks like uncharted. You fucking hire the lady that made Uncharted, and then you get mad at her for making an Uncharted game. Yep. So it sounds like um, Disney and Marvel, whatever, like they're letting her do what she wants, and that's awesome. And I hope that this game comes out the way she wants because I, I have complete one hundred percent faith in her that whenever this game come when this game comes out, it's probably gonna be years away. It, well, it will be years away, but we don't know. Maybe this generation. I don't know. Um, but um, yeah, I am fully on board for whatever she does. So yeah, uh, but Gables, it got really awkward because uh, Blessing, who hosts the show, I, I'm a kind of funny fan, so I love Blessing. Um, I like this nothing all this throughout that entire yeah. conference, though. I mean, Blessing definitely has a great narrative voice, and he also has a lot of he also has a lot of like great like energy in regards to that stuff. But yeah. him being in charge of that, him going to the LD23 <laughs> stuff, dude, it. Yeah, that there was, was no fun. you can't do anything with the material you were given. No, uh, but it was just like very awkward when he was just like, "Hey, you guys love that? Well, we got one more thing for you. Oh, Here it no. is." And it was the Niantic is making a <laughs> World of Heroes Marvel game. So we're the base of the Niantic is people that make Pokemon Go. So they're making a Pokemon Go Marvel game. Quintessentially, that was the one more the trailer, thing. Trailer, the one more thing. Definitely felt like a. Pokemon Go style mobile game just with Marvel heroes but instead of catching Marvel heroes you're going through and battling other people so it's basically the Pokemon battles type of mechanics yeah and it's just they've made a bunch of these games already like there's the Ghostbusters one that's already been turned off there's the Harry Potter one that's already failed like the people they keep making these games and then they keep failing 
but then they keep making it. I was like, oh, well, it didn't work for it. It doesn't work for anybody else, but maybe it'll work for us. Uh, and it doesn't. So um, I don't know. I thought that overall the press conference, there was a couple bright spots. The nice thing though, it was 23 minutes. So it was in and out. It was whatever. We spent longer talking about it than the show was. Yep. So like, it was. It wasn't like, it was not the most offensive press conference in the world because the most offensive one in the world is coming up next. Um, but uh, it was. It was. There was nothing. My problem was just like, there's just so much mobile. Which mobile? I understand it's gonna be around. They're gonna promote that shit. It's and everything, but you just didn't. There wasn't enough other stuff in there to like spruce it up. And then what we did get, like, we, okay, you talk about the Avatar game. That's a big game to talk about. But then you didn't show us really anything on it. You didn't tell us anything more about it. Um, other than it's a spin It's not like the main story. It's a, it's a side story of the game. But we have no other information on that. And I'm not even an Avatar fan, but I just... In general, for Avatar people, like, they're probably something they want to know about. And we just got nothing more on it. So, yeah, it was um, a whatever to me. What about you, Gables? Anything, anything final to say on that one? It felt like a solid 5 out of 10 to me because there were things that were interesting about the D23 gaming event, but there was a lot of stuff that I either did not care about or I felt that was underwhelming or, at the least, felt like that, why the hell are they showcasing this right there? There's just a lot of questionable decisions hinted, like sprinkled with some good portions of good news or like something that looks somewhat interesting but at the same point it was just flat it felt flat yeah i mean we're as fans we're we're just global idiots um and consumers that will just gobble up the good shit and you could show us the the shit we don't care about and you know we don't care about as long as you like sprinkle in the shit we do care about in between and you have some good stuff there and you know, like if you you spruce, you threw all that CG stuff in there and the the um, mobile games in there, but then you had some like really cool hype moments in there. Other than like you had a couple, you started off pretty good, and yeah. then you had the one thing at the, you have not the not the final thing, but the one before the final thing with uh, Amy Henning's game. And that's awesome, but there was just, I mean, the twenty minutes in between just kind of went on forever. So, uh, mm-hmm. but speaking of going on forever, Gables, I'm pretty sure this press conference is still going on. Let's talk about the Ubisoft Forward. Um, I watched this. Gables, and I am I did not eat lunch beforehand because I figured, oh, it's going to be a 30, 40 minute long event. Oh, no. uh, I, I'll be, I don't have to worry, Gables. I'll, I'll be fine. Um, the game, the Iowa State game starts at 3. This game started, this press conference started at 2. I'm going to be plenty of time to watch this and get some food and then come back in time to watch the game. No, Gables. This press conference was over an hour and 20 fucking minutes long. You don't have to watch my live reactions because it's just me stewing in rage for 80 fucking minutes and then ranting for five. But if you would do it, I, if you do watch it, like, follow, subscribe, please. Uh, I appreciate that. Um, I did like the but, that you had to point out in the middle of the things. Like, they told us a few minutes until looking at the Assassin's Creed stuff. It's been 48 fucking minutes gables (laughs) you took the words right out of my mouth gables because they said they started with hey we're going to we're going to show you some stuff and then in a few minutes we're going to show we're going to kick it over to fucking uh assassin's creed i'm like okay cool so this is going to be a few minutes of this shit maybe 10 minutes on this and then 20 minutes of assassin's creed 
Nay, Gables. Nay. It was 50 fucking two minutes. 52. Five, two minutes. That's a few minutes to Gables. To Gables. I'm sorry. To Ubisoft. I'm so sorry for, for putting you in there with them. <laughs> I'm very upset right now. That's probably how they like... We don't. We don't have. A, we only have a few sexual harassment cases here. Real, but really, a few to them is like a thousand, probably, because they obviously don't know how fucking numbers work. I mean, Yzgamolt showed up. That little fucker. Oh, fucking pencil neck motherfucking geek. Let's move on. I'm. I'm. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, I'm mad. Boy. Oh boy. So, what a what a fucking. I have this ruined my goddamn day. Cables. This ruined my. I'm gonna start at the bottom here. Because right. uh, I'm, I'm doing the GameSpot one. Thank you so much for GameSpot for doing the thing that I always give Emon credit for, for just putting everything in one press conference. They did, <laughs> they did it, they did it here as well. But they they put the big, they started the the end at the top and the, all the beginnings at the bottom. So, anyways, here here it is, Gables. There's a pre-show. I didn't fucking watch it. Fuck you, uh, Brahalla. <laughs> there's some shit happening there. They're adding new characters. I think Simon Belmont and Alucard is going to be there. There you go, Gables. October 19th. Good for you guys. Fuck you. Um, next up, Rainbow Six Mobile. They're making one of those. It's a closed beta coming soon. You can pre-register, but only on Google. If you have iOS, fuck you. Uh, the Division. Division Season 10 starts in a couple of days. Um, then there's going to be a new season. Uh, the new season launches September 13th. Focuses on the True Sons faction leaders. Uh, General Anderson, Season 11, was confirmed to be on the way to... Oh, excuse me, out of burp. Alongside that, they announced Division Heartland. It's a free-to-play spinoff game that will feature a 45-player mode called Storm Operations. It launches in 2023 with PT te- PC testing signups available now. You can also sign up for the Division Resurgence Alpha Test as a mobile game. Uh, that game is set uh, is set both before the events of the first Division game as well as in between the game and the Division 2. Okay. Uh, with similar looter-shooter gameplay as, as the siblings. I like the Division games. I said this during the, the the live reaction I was doing. I love the Division games. I like playing the games. I just hate all the shit in between. There wasn't like you cut out the live ser- live service shit. I would love that game. Uh, I just don't like to have every time I do a mission, I go back and talk to fifty five fucking people and then uh, spend three hours going through my gear. But Gables, Mario plus Rabbits, Sparks of Hope is the one bright spot to this whole fucking thing. Yes, we gotta see a Wiggler. It's Wiggler Wednesday, Gables. Uh, but uh, <laughs> that's an old old joke for for Twitter users. Uh, look at that one up. That's very funny. Uh, but we we had to see a rig. Uh, ooh, almost said it. Wiggler and uh, they uh, they're on a train. Uh, yes. And the Wiggler is like uh, attacking them, and it was a cool battle. Uh, I was nerding out during this fucking thing. I love Mario Plus Rabbids. It is still Kingdom Battle. It's still the best game on the Switch. I will hear nothing else. Breath of the Wild sucks. Uh, that game could go to hell, burn for hell forever. Oh, uh, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle is the only thing that matters. Uh, they announced that for there will be three DLC packs coming, which we already knew. Um, but you could buy a season pass if you just like. It's like it's like forty bucks season pass. But if you buy yeah. the ninety dollar edition, you save ten bucks and you get the season pass and all that shit. So I'm buying that one. Um, I've already bought it. Uh, but the third pack will have yeah the third pack will have. Rayman as a playable character. So that's whatever. I think it's funny though, Gables. So the Rabbids were a villain, were created to be a villain and Rayman. Yep. Now we come full circle where Rayman is so... What's the word I'm looking for? Does, just, does, does not matter 
whatsoever in the gaming world now that Rabbids is its own thing and has been popular for 15 years. And now Rayman is a guest star in a game with characters that were created for his game. Yeah, essentially. that's where we come to now. But uh, I don't know. The game looks fantastic. It's more and more, but they just built upon Mario plus, plus Rabbids. I love the combining of the moves where you can do ultimate damage. Uh, fucking Bowser with his little butt something thing he could do. Um, yeah, then there's a fucking rabbit that's also a conductor. Adorable. <laughs> Why do people hate rabbits? These guys fucking rule. Um, I'm all aboard that one, Gables. I did not mean that's a, that's a pun, but I am all aboard uh, this game. Gables, anything you want to say about Mario Plus Rabbids and how it's the best game on the Switch? Well, let me tell you something, man. It's like I love the element of the of the setting of this trailer, you know? It's like they're riding up on the train, then they get chased by this wiggler, and then all of a sudden the game just starts like... Uh, I love that initial sequence, though, of like you're on the train and the wiggler like right on the side of you and stuff is all angry and shit, and you have to try to beat... Try, yeah. to, try to take out like, the darkness spots and stuff that are there that are controlling the darn thing's emotions, and then on top of that, having to try to do that set scenery and this and that. It looked gorgeous in motion and also felt incredibly cool to where, oh man, I'm on a moving train battling this huge monster on the side of the goddamn train that's chasing us. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know what? I did like the aspect of that. I also liked the aspect a little bit more of the gameplay they did show. Rayman was just a cherry on the cake, honestly. I'm not sure what's going to be, if it's like going to be like some sort of initial like story trailer with Rayman in it that's going to be the last I'm... one, but that's their biggest yeah. surprise, quintessentially, for their DLC stuff. But it, if it's anything in regards to, like, say, what happened with uh, the first mario plus rabbits game and stuff we're probably not going to see that dlc probably until like around full year after yeah that's it was like nine months after uh they're saying um by the end of next year that all the dlc will be out because this one has three the first one only had two and the first one was just like more like um like uh there was like what is it like more difficult boss fight, more difficult fights kind of thing, right. like a, a combat mode, basically. Uh, then the second one was a Donkey Kong one. So mm-hmm. maybe they'll probably just end up being like a, excuse me, very burpy. Um, probably just end up being like a Rayman thing, but like like a like a, th- a two, three hour long thing with Rayman in the game. You can play as him. So I assume that. Um, but Gables, uh, that's where the smile, the last smile on my face happened. Because we still had another hour and 10 minutes to go. And we went out and we kicked it off with Skull and Fucking Bones. Gables? Fuck Skull and Bones. Moving on. Track Mania. Yeah. Fuck Track Mania. But yeah. I will say, though, during Track Mania, I got a phone call from my mother. So I, I muted myself. Uh, my parents are getting a new, ca- uh, new uh, couch on Loveseat in oh. a couple weeks. And they asked if I want their couch. Because oh. I, currently I I have a couch on Loveseat here that I, I, I only had enough money to like get. Uh, I only had like 500 or 600 bucks uh, when I moved in here. So I... I had to buy a couch and love seat, like the cheapest ones I could find. Cool. And I've been living on those for the last three and a half years. So my, my dad's like, hey, uh, if we can fit them in through, because I have very small uh, doors and a hallway mm-hmm. in, in my building. If we could fit them in here, it's all yours. So I, hey. I, I get a couch. So that's awesome. That's awesome. So, hey, Trackmania, slightly less fuck you. Uh, anything you want to say about Skull and Bones and Trackmania Gables, though? I have nothing contributory to add to it. Okay. Um Next up here, we had a Netflix is making mobile games for Ubisoft, I guess. Um, That's so odd. there will be two different, yeah, right. So they've been doing mobile games and shit lately. You got, you get, but you have to play them. You have to like go into the Netflix app to like play them, I guess. 
Um, so there are two different Assassin's Creed mobile games on the way, uh, though one appears to be coming much earlier than the other, Project Jade set in China. So hey, we're finally getting the uh, China-Japan game that we've always wanted, but it's coming to mobile. Um, <laughs> uh, you'll play as a... Uh, be recently for mobile devices and will be fully customizable, customizable, customizable protagonist, while the other uh, still-untitled game will release via Netflix. Uh, so yeah, and that'll be the only way you can play the game. So you have to have a, a Netflix account to play the game. Uh, and also Valiant Hearts is coming to uh, mobile. So hey, the game's fucking badass. Uh, I should play that. Um, but then Gables. It was only a few minutes later that we got to Assassin's Creed finally. Yeah. By a few minutes. I mean 52 fucking minutes. And I'm like, okay, cool. We're at the end here. So maybe it's going to be about an hour. You know, 52 minutes in, maybe we spend 10 minutes or so. Talk about Assassin's Creed. We're going to show off Mirage, maybe announce Infinity. Let's get the fuck out of here. Cool 10 minutes. Nay, Gables. Nay. 30 minutes we spent on this. 30. We got maybe four minutes of some video game actual being shown. There was 20 plus minutes of the most annoying thing, Gables. The Ubisoft has been forever the thorn in my asshole for the worst people when it comes to press conferences. Mm -hmm. They do all the things I hate. They do all the things I hate. A lot of talking beforehand. Mm -hmm. They show the game. They talk about it afterwards. Then they do the fake scripted fucking media interviews, whatever you want to call them afterwards, where they bring the person on stage and then they talk about, and then they ask a question. Hey, so I noticed here, like, during this thing, I, I noticed that, that voice actor sounds like this person from that thing. Oh, that's so crazy that you noticed that. It actually is that person from that thing that you noticed. <laughs> that's nuts. And then they'll ask a question, and then they'll answer the question. with A very vague question that, that says nothing. It's a lot. They'll spend two minutes answering said question. They'll say nothing for two minutes. Just a lot of word salad. Just tossing a salad around, Gables. We're cutting some, some tomatoes, maybe a little onion, throw a little egg in there. At the end, it's just a pile of mush. We just fucking poured a bunch of water in there. Just mush it all the fucking around. And now it's just a pile of fucking mush. And that's all it fucking is. That's all it is. It's bullshit. It's all bullshit. And they read off a goddamn fucking teleprompter. And I'm sick of it. <laughs> I'm so tired of it, Gables. I'm so sorry for this. I pissed me off. It is my pet peeve. And I had to watch it for an hour and 22 fucking minutes of this bullshit. Where they answered questions. They answered questions. And the guy's like, so you're telling me, so what sounds like you're saying here is there's going to be multiplayer. Where the fuck did he say anything about multiplayer? He said nothing. We just watched this guy drown a salad for 20 seconds. For 20 seconds. He just said a bunch of nothing. So you're telling me there's going to be multiplayer. No, he's not. But apparently he is. I'm wrong. I don't know. I don't get it. Maybe I'm an idiot. I am an idiot. But I'm not that fucking stupid. I hate these fucking things. Stop fucking doing them, people. And especially when they're fucking not even live. They're edited beforehand. And the, like the, these people don't talk like this. They don't fucking talk like this. I can't fucking stand it, Gables. It's driving me fucking insane. I'm not doing a bit. I'm really mad. I was fucking fuming during this. I was hungry. The game was on. 
I already lost $130 because the fucking refs fucked me because I picked Texas <laughs> in the goddamn Texas-Alabama game because the refs don't know how fucking football works. Fuck you, refs. Um, and then I got to deal with this bullshit. Uh, so anyways, Assassin's Creed Infinity is happening. I don't understand how it's fucking working. Apparently, it's a hub world, but they're going to keep releasing Assassin's Creed games, but they're going to be in Infinity. So do you just do is affinity a free to download thing that you download and then the games come out and you buy the games to the hub kind of just sounds like a fucking digital store, which you already have one because you have a Ubisoft store and then also PlayStation store is a thing. Also Best Buy, Walmart, GameStop, mom and pop shops, all those fucking things. They exist. We already have them. Why is this thing? What is it? Apparently there's going to be a multiplayer modes at, at later. Silent Creed is just copying Ghost of Tsushima. And essentially they are. Because they announced Silent Creed Jade, which is just a, a Shinobi fucking Silent Creed game. They announced Silent Creed Mirage, which, hey, that's awesome. It's going back to the time of the original Silent Creed game. I'm sorry, Gables. I'll let you talk. I swear to God. I'm on a roll. I'm going to keep going. But um, they announced Mirage. That's coming. Three and a half fucking minutes, Gables. Three and a half fucking minutes in the long trailer. You know how much gameplay we got in that fucking thing? Probably. How much gameplay we got, Gables? Uh, zero. Oh. We got none. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to let you answer. I'm so sorry. I didn't know you were going to answer. But I'm on a roll. I'm on a roll. I'm taking the hat off. It's getting really hot. I'm getting hot. I'm sweating. Um, so that, zero gameplay gives. But hey, if you pre-order now, we'll give you this free DLC with it. We don't know what the game is. We haven't shown you the game. But yeah, they're advertising free DLC with it. Free DLC if you download now. 40 Thieves. <laughs> oh, and then we announced Assassin's Creed Hex A, which is... Uh, the rumors are the only thing exciting about this shit was the rumors leaked all the shit, which the, the leaks came from fucking Ubisoft. So, um, of it is the Assassin's Creed uh, Hex uh, Hex A, which apparently I think takes place in Europe during like the Black Plague, I believe, um, in the witchcraft trials. So they show off like the very witchy. I don't fucking know, Gables. Um, yeah, that's what happened. Well. Uh, what I will say, though, is, like, from initially things that I saw from, like, Assassin's Creed Mirage and stuff, I mean... Oh, I'm hot. I mean, I'll tell you this, man. I'm more excited, like, uh, in seeing more from Mirage and stuff. I didn't have a chance to watch a lot of the other stuff of the Assassin's Creed stuff. But at the same time, man, I'm in agreement with you. You know, in totally... In return... In terms of how things were presented with his Ubisoft forward, how they tease you with Assassin's Creed to begin with, they make you wait close to an hour for the showcase. It's two minutes. They go into a whole separate event that they could have just had that event for that one game and treated the Ubisoft forward stuff as releases on their freaking YouTube or most social media pages. You know, that could have been a thing. If you truly wanted people to be interested in Assassin's Creed stuff, you would have had that front and center instead of having to wait 52 minutes in order to get that stuff. Thank you. But uh, Mm -hmm. what I will say, I want to see more of the Assassin's Creed Mirage. It definitely is a callback to some of the older Assassin's Creed games inside that same time period. And what's more fascinating to me is like, yeah, it's just basically what's going to be new or how's that going to tie in with a lot of the stuff from that initial time period to whatever the hell type of mythos they want to go forth with <laughs> but uh yeah i'm i'm more ready for like a traditional assassin's creed game i'm, I'm ready for you to get out of there he's an empty-headed stupid fuck that shouldn't run a target um where's my muffin <laughs> um but yeah um if this was like this should have been 
this would have been a decent 30 to 35 minute long event. This would have been just on the level of fucking. I would have been no more upset than I was with the Disney Marvel thing. Yeah, like I was kind of. It was a waste of twenty three minutes. This was a waste of an hour and twenty two minutes. And there was maybe twenty five thirty minutes of actual like game shown. Um, And we're better than this now, people. And Ubisoft Forwards, I've praised you in the past because the Ubisoft Forwards you've had the last couple years. I've been even when they're not like a lot of good the great stuff shown, they're in, they're out, they're thirty, forty minutes long, they're done and over with. We especially when they're not even a live front of a live audience. It's like why why are we doing that? Like why are we doing this? Like Xbox has these things, um Super Summer Game Fest will have these things, but they make them separate from the main thing. They'll show you the goods and then hey, if you want an extended version Come back in a couple of days. Right. Or check, stay later. That's what the tree. That's the Nintendo Treehouse. Show us the goods. Then have the treehouse afterwards if you want more details and want some other shit. That's what it's for. And we don't. No one wants all the other shit. Um, or if you do, you'll just people will stick around, which I'm sure very few people are going to stick around, or they're going to go watch the parts that interested in when they get clipped out on YouTube later. Um, I love the thing where they did like where they did like a montage of like all these Assassin's Creed games because right. they're celebrating 15 years of Assassin's Creed. That was cool. I like that. You know, as someone that's beaten all but two of these Assassin's Creed games, Origin and Valhalla. Um, so yeah, like I just even like I said, even if like this was 35, 40 minutes, still would have been good. I wouldn't have liked. I wouldn't have loved this, uh, but it would have been. It would have just been respect my time, respect other people's time. Um, you, you've lived, you announced this months ago. Uh, you This is canned. This wasn't live. This was canned. Um, I, I just, I can't, I can't believe that we're back to this. Like, I, I thought these days were over. Um, that we, there, people have been praising this thing for so fucking, like, the, the way the, the PlayStation showcases, the Xbox, Xbox conferences have been 90 minutes, the E3 ones. But yes, you know what? Yeah. It's just boom, 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 boom. They're just showing games off. It's just, there's no very little talking and just on to the next thing. And it's big games. And hey, you might not care about this game, but wait two more games from now. There's gonna be a game you care about. Um, you can do that. You can get away with 90 minutes of gameplay or 90 minutes of a conference. But have the goods. Have a shit to show. Like don't announce something four months four months out and just announce updates to uh, what's the. Uh, Outright, what the fuck's the the biking game? Um, Rider Track Republic Mania. or something like that. Rider Republic, exactly. Thank you. Uh, you know, don't just have these updates where you're going to show us very little to no gameplay of these things. Um, and then, hey, hold on for Assassin's Creed and then talk for 30 minutes to have four or five minutes of just announcements and not show us anything. Like, I'm, am I excited for Mirage? Yes. Uh, but... Not because of this, because of the leaks that you leaked. Like, <laughs> you guys leaked the shit. Uh, and it was way more exciting when you leaked it than when you showed it to me. Um, yeah, I. It was just frustrating. I, if I if I wasn't doing this live streamed, um, it would probably I would have been I would, not, I would not have been as angry because I could have just like stared at my phone for the shit I didn't care about. Yeah. Um, or just watch other people live stream it and been entertained by them bitching about the event instead of me just watching by myself bitching about the event to myself. Um, 
but yeah, that's that's it, Gables. I'm gonna give this um, a negative one out of ten. <laughs> I honestly kind of felt like the same way in regards to how I felt about the D23 stuff, even though I didn't watch the entirety of the rest of the Assassin's Creed stuff. At that same point and stuff, I watched enough to where I felt like that this was a good solid like five out of ten as well. Gables, no, in a no. Soul I'm not. Way. Nope, not gonna allow. Nope, no, make it lower. <laughs> All right, let's go four point five. There you go. Make it lower. Nope, nope, <laughs> not gonna allow. Come down to my level. All righty, so I'm gonna go ahead and just put like about a negative one. <laughs> I'll allow it. You're goddamn right. That's a good number, Gibbles. I'm glad we're on the same page with this one. Um, uh, in real talk, man, this was definitely not... This is definitely was not a great conference in regards to what they were initially setting out to be. Heavily canned, heavily, like, really corporate cheese going on in regards to the whole presentation of the stuff. A lot of announcements to where they could have been easily had put on their social media pages in terms of YouTube or Facebook or Twitter mm. or this or that, you know. If you wanted more updates on games that you already have had out for years now, like Division 2, like For Honor, like the game they released last year, Red Republic and stuff, yeah, posting it on YouTube and whatever type of videos and stuff there would have made sense, but not in the sense to where... You give us a tease of Assassin's Creed and force people to wait 52 minutes in order for them to actually get some information of Assassin's Creed only to showcase whatever the hell you're going to do for your whole time together, all the freaking series at once, whatever you have to do in terms of another type of spinoff Assassin's Creed stuff that uh, eventually is going to be like a Shinobi style, whatever the fuck. And you give us like about five, maybe not even five minutes of like actual Assassin's Creed Mirage to where that's the most exciting thing out of your entire freaking press conference and you only show only only a portion not even a portion I would say a quarter if not like say a sixteenth of a portion of your press conference to where it felt remotely somewhat exciting but yet you dropped the ball on that one heavily mm -hmm. so yeah. yeah I think you're I think you're being a little harsh giving a negative one Gables but yeah it was pretty bad press conference <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, let's move on to not not, not a lot of other major stuff going on this week, uh, Gables. But uh, a couple smaller things. So, Motive uh, apparently is making a Iron Man game. Uh, it's in it's in super early pre production. Okay. Um, Motive though is currently working on the Dead Space game. So this will be the game after Dead uh, after Dead Space. Um, and there's the other studio that they they just put together, the brand new studio. I can't remember who. He's a uh, the guy for, that worked on the Shadow of War games, I believe. Uh, he's all, he's out of a new studio, I believe, in Portland. Okay. Uh, he's making a Black Panther game, so yeah, he apparently has a okay. couple uh, games. So hey, like, but um, you know, uh, Motive, Dead Space looks kind of cool. We should we're getting gameplay for that next month. Uh, seems like they're doing some good shit with that. Um, so I, I I'm all aboard of uh, Iron Man game. So and uh, Dead Space does have flying. Um, so kind of okay. in space. Um. Next up, uh, on Steam, it looks like Uncharted Legacy uh, Thieves, uh, which came out to us in January and was supposed to come out mm -hmm. soon after to PC, yeah. uh, is finally getting released in October, October 19th, <laughs> allegedly, pouring the Steam links. That game has just been like coming soon forever. It's so weird. Uh, somehow, they, they announced two or three other games beforehand uh, coming to PC from PlayStation uh, after they announced Uncharted and put those out before this game. Um, like Spider-Man already like got announced a few months ago and it's already coming. It's already out. Um, 
People love it. So yeah. So this, I'm I'm guessing, this makes me believe that we're gonna get we're gonna get that um, PlayStation showcase before um, here in the next couple of weeks. It's definitely possible, Tyler. If rumors are led to believe that we're probably going to see something in regards to a presentation from Sony of some initial value, but what would suggest that it may not be a specific type of event happening this month is Sony has been trickling all sorts of little things here and there in regards to either like various game releases and also in regards to something that they did reveal earlier on this week. And that was like a different type of skew in regards to like uh, the PlayStation oh, the cam- 5. The that's yeah, always the- a blog post though. Well, I know that's I know. always that's, been a blog that's, post. That's- but what I'm saying is that's something kind of significant enough to me where it's like, okay, this is like a different type of thing in regards to the colors, like skins or something like that, the whole hard plastic covers and stuff, the PS5, to where you have the great camo stuff for the shell, the freaking headphones, this and that. I mean, it's an announcement of some form and stuff that could be like something along those lines. But I'm not dismissing that there won't be an event in the, this month. But... uh yeah, at the same point, man, it's like I'm wanting to know more about what's going to be going on the beginning of not just the beginning of next year, but like what else do they have in store in regards to what games they're still developing, like Spider-Man 2, you know, I'd like to more about yeah. that soon. Yeah, because I mean, after um, if you look back at the original PlayStation showcases that we had in 2020, the one in June. Mm-hmm. And then the one in September, I believe. Right. Uh, yeah, September. Because um, we've been getting the big ones in September. Um, all of the first party, or the, all the exclusive stuff that, they, that they've shown off at those events, after God of War, will have been out. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're talking about Ghostwire Tokyo, Deathloop, Returnal, God of War, um, Ratchet and Clank, yep. uh, Miles Morales. I, I yep. know I'm forgetting a couple in there. Um but yeah, like those are probably the biggest biggest ones. Um, and since then, we really haven't got a lot of new announcements from them. All we have is literally what uh, Insomniac is making a Wolverine game, which is probably that's coming out after Spider Man. That's maybe a twenty twenty four game. That's the Miles Morales team is working on that one, and they just put a game out in late twenty twenty. So, and then we have the Spider Man two game. So we don't really have. Uh, but we we I mean we obviously we know that from all the the leaks and rumors out there. Ghost of Shima 2 is happening. Obviously, um, yes. But yeah, I mean, like the problem is right now is like a lot of their major teams are reloading right now. Yep. Are about to reload. After God of War happens, they're reloading. Uh, and they're going to go... I mean, I know there's, like, these studios all have like... Typically, all have two or three teams in them. Yep. Uh, so they could all be working and stuff. So we might get more stuff more often from them. But yeah, I mean, we're in a weird stage where yeah, after this, we don't have much and it's like the same thing with Nintendo and move speaking of Nintendo here um apparently uh Nate the hate who's a very good leaker with Nintendo he is saying that the they should announce the direct on Monday and it sounds like it's probably going to happen on Wednesday uh because Tokyo Game Show is on Thursday and they always they always do one before Tokyo Game Show um so yeah we can expect that and they're another company that after Breath of the Wild we don't know anything we have but Metro Prime 4 That's which true. I think at this That's point, Metro Prime 4 is a, the next Switch game. Um, it's like so yeah, we have I mean, both Sony and Nintendo that are in this type of position to where we do not know about their next year's offerings besides maybe one or two games. But yeah. 
yeah, at the same point, you know, it's getting to that feel, and there's definitely a lot of rumors speculating and going through that September is supposed to be a major month for reveals for both Sony and Nintendo. We haven't heard any official sources from the companies directly, but at the same thing, I would definitely would love to know what the hell is going to be going on my PS5, my fucking Switch for the next year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of third-party games that are shown at the PlayStation True, showcase true. uh back in 2020 but they're not exclusives they'll be on everything so um i mean i guess we have we have final fantasy 16 so well yeah there's, okay, there's uh, oh and 16. um i mean that's true. uh the what's the reunion final fantasy 7 reunion oh yeah that's um, right reunion is supposed to be i think next year early yeah it's supposed to be winter okay so, so it's supposed to be winter so it's definitely supposed to be released inside that either january february or if they were going to be pulling that type of bullshit to where it's like a couple of weeks before spring you know i mean that's yeah so too. into march yeah but uh the whole thing about these rumors upon both companies is like i'm just thinking about like speculatory things currently right now to where it's like will we see metroid prime remaster will we see like an initial like suggestion that potential F zero or like, will we see like something in regards to something else? Sony first party related that we haven't seen in a while. I mean, there's definitely Kong game that's been rumored forever. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's been a bunch of things that have either been rumored or apparently Nintendo has been sitting on or what Sony has yet to announce. Fire Emblem. Yeah. That fire emblem stuff is that stuff has been circulating the rounds as well to where we finally have enough to where both companies I kind of feel like need to announce something in regards to that because this feels like a blowout waiting to happen any day now. And usually when there's a bunch of rumors in regards to, a, like, before a specific event happens, we all generally, generally we hear a lot of, little things that contribute to like one massive thing, like one after another. Like for example, a few years back when we had the E3 to where Best Buy in Canada, I think it was that had all of those releases and like all yeah. these apparent games and stuff like that from that one, that one leak and one screenshot that ended up happening. That ended up all of it happened. All yeah. of it happened. It's like the Nvidia stuff, leak, the Nvidia leak and stuff like that. This definitely has something similar in regards to we're hearing so many random games over the past, few months and we've heard nothing in regards to that to where something's got to give mm. and if it's if it happens this month that's fine i mean if it happens in early october or close to the end of the year i mean that's okay too but granted i want it to happen this month i definitely do want to have this out of my system oh, because yeah. i'm so fucking tired of hearing every single freaking month oh, is there going to be a PlayStation Direct? Is there going to be a Nintendo Direct? Is there going to be, like, this and that, you know? Is there going to be a new Fire Emblem or this or that? You know, it's like, I want it to end. At least for yeah. the end of the year. <laughs> so, let's Gables wants you to take that Nintendo Direct bullet, put it in the announcement gun, and just put it in the back of his skull. <laughs> That's what he's saying. Just make, make the pain end. Make the suffering. <laughs> but make sure... That we bury him in this hypothetical funeral with that pitter pot shirt, please. Oh god, um, that was his last request. Um, I'll, well, I'll make sure I make sure they know that. <laughs> and if the person that does that gets cursed for the rest of their days, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's worth it to me. Um, god, I'm not gonna do it. I'm just gonna tell somebody else to do it. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it is funny though. There was a lot of like concern that 
it might got it might got delayed a week because Nintendo was worried about going. I'm very burpy. Sorry, excuse me. God damn. Um, they're worried about going up with the queen died. Well, yeah, um, that's honestly that's a legitimate thing to where they don't want to be like uh, being. Not only do they want to like tiptoe around the thing in general. I mean, yeah, that was a tragic event that happened. The queen, like Queen Elizabeth II, passed. But <laughs> at the same time, it's like that whole funeral and everything else. All the attention's going to be towards that, to where they yeah. don't want it to be like around the same time period because that's going to be completely overshadowed with what they want to do so it's like if it's a little bit if it's like a day or two before or if it's like a week after you know that's what they're going to try to go with yeah but it sounds like it's going to happen uh it's ridiculous but gables i did i did forget though i i I remember this later on these are the this is the same company that gave her a golden Wii. that's true that's fairly true. I remember that now. Who do you think gets it in the wheel? You know. Oh my god! Can you just imagine like King William or something like that? Just like opens the freaking, like, opens the freaking closet. Like, oh, that's where that thing is. It just goes and uses it on his porcelain throne. <laughs> I, I think I think the Duchess of Canada should get the the, the golden Wii. The Duchess of Canada. I, I imagine that's what they have right there. Right? Isn't it? <laughs> I don't think it works that way, Tyler. I, don't know. I get all I get all my royalty news from South Park, so uh, I know when they get married, they put their hand in the tapioca pudding because that is tradition. Um, <laughs> then there's tooth decay is there as well. Um, he's an asshole. Um, <laughs> anyways, I don't know what's happening anymore. Uh, I'm just happy we're not talking about Ubisoft. Uh, but Gables, let's move on. To what we've been playing. Right. Um, I have not been playing much different here um did did you uh did you buy splatoon 3 games i'll be perfectly honest with you man i tried to buy splatoon 3 i'm probably going to end up buying it off of amazon probably tomorrow because i decided to do the thing that i generally do the most and that's if it's release day and date i try to get it in person whenever possible on the retail store if i don't see it i'm just basically ordering online and i tried yesterday could not get it Okay, I was just wondering. Um, I was thinking about this over the week, Gables, and I think it's kind of fucked up that we give PlayStation all this shit mm-hmm. for releasing Last of Us Part 1 for a third time. When all these people are about to go out and buy Splatoon 1 for a third time. <laughs> I think it's pretty fucked up. I'm quite thinking I'm sick and tired of it. I'm mostly kidding. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I didn't uh, say anything. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, Gables is so sick of my shit right now. Uh, he said, "Listen to me rant for fifteen fucking minutes." Um, sorry about your eardrums, by the way. Um, once again, though, nice shirt. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I've played more Last of Us. Uh, Gables, I don't, I don't know how to say this, uh, but Last of Us Part One uh, is a very good game. Yeah. Um, I, it's, I know it's, it's crazy, right? Uh, no, but uh, I'm, I'm still I'm, I'm four or five hours in now. Okay. Uh, I just got out of Pittsburgh. I'm in the suburbs. There's a lot of little things that I forgot I liked about, I liked, I liked about this game. Um, I love like the little mini stories in the game where like you go to like you find the notes, you know. Yeah. I know a lot of games have the notes, uh, but I always just find like always like really cool, especially in like these like post-apocalyptic games, stuff like this. Like, um like you find the notes people are leaving for each other or like people are like writing journals and 
like there's one part minor spoilers i guess uh you're at one point you're in a sewer and like there's this guy named ish uh that is like he was like living in the sewer mm-hmm. and you keep finding notes about how like he was like he went on a he was staying on a boat for a few months uh to like get a stay away from all the all all the shit going on there he's like you find a note about how he's like well i you know ran out of food and i had to I had to go back ashore and then like he found this little like sewer uh area underground he's like talking about how oh i can set up for traps and stuff like that and um he's like i just can't trust people and then like you find other notes about um just setting up like oh i, I met these people and he's like talking about how lonely he is that would be just be nice to have people to talk to and then like him like trying to like you know i need to do this by myself but then like eventually giving in and like bringing other people to this you know this hideout he has and shit goes sideways i just love like finding notes like that or like finding out like when you go to pittsburgh and it's like being taken over by a bunch of fucking uh shitty awful like people like they initially started off as like they, they got over like because like there was, there was like a safe quarantine zone and like the soldiers were like uh rationing all the food for themselves and starving the people and then they took over it and like we're like we're good and like giving out food to everybody and like taking care of each other and then like shit started like basically the shit the soldiers were doing they started doing and then they started like murdering like people like the children people that can't take care of themselves and like uh if you were injured you got killed or like if you couldn't go out and like uh, find supplies they kill you and shit like that like just like the like the the building of the the world and the lore of like how things got this bad even besides like you know zombies or whatever you want to call them clickers and shit taken like took over like obviously we know what happened that caused people to go bad but like the all the other things that made like the world go bad it's like the people more so than the clickers like once chaos around everybody like all everybody's worst instincts came out um i just love a little shit like that finding notes like listen to like bad guys like i would like sit there and just like listen to them talk and shit like that and uh but yeah i'm having a great time with this game um one of my favorite games of all time. I know other things say that it looks gorgeous, plays well. The 3D audio in this game is fucking awesome. Um, so yeah, uh, I will say this right now though. Uh, when we do game of the year at the end of the year, I will not count this game, even though it's a remake and we do count remakes. Um, much like Madden, I will not. I'll put that in the same category as Madden, where I will not rank this game okay. for a game That's of the fair. year because it'd be kind of. I don't. That's a, one. It's selfish for me also because like I don't really want to compare. Try to compare this game to like you know God of War or Horizon or uh, Kirby <laughs> or anything like that. I don't want to make that. That's a bad the battle I don't want to have. And also, how do you like? There's so much nostalgia in this game. Um, you it's it's it'd be, it'd be impossible to have a fair um, competition. And it's just kind. I hate you know, when it's like this is just a straight up remake. This isn't like a reimagining like a Resident Evil or uh, Final Fantasy 7 type thing. So, uh, but yeah, I'm having a great time with that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play it through again. So, but yeah, uh, Gables, tell me we've been playing, buddy. All right. So, like I hinted before at the beginning of the podcast, I had a chance to buy and also play the TMNT Remastered Collection. It's available on not only the PlayStation 4, but the Nintendo Switch, Xbox, Marketplace, and I believe also Steam, if I'm not mistaken. I imagine senior, but uh, but uh, yeah, the thing about this collection, it's a collection of all the classic TMNT games and stuff from back in the day. So from like the nineteen nineties 
pretty much the late 80s early 90s so you have like a slew of games like the game boy the nes the super nintendo the genesis that type of generation stuff and also a couple of the arcade games so you have the original tmnt arcade game you have turtles in time arcade game but uh you have like all three of the fighting games from like nes super nintendo and genesis then you have the first three turtles games on the uh NES, and also you have Turtles in Time on Super Nintendo, and also like uh, Hyperstone Heist on Genesis. So you have all of these games. So essentially, we're looking at about we're looking at about like uh, eleven to like about thirteen Turtles games in total. And barring about a couple of like quality concerns stuff, this collection actually is pretty damn fantastic. And the reasoning why. It's not so much of the extra features of this package in general, because let me tell you something, the extras inside this is fantastic to where you can actually go forth and see like little snippets of like clips from the show of TMNT, the original. You also can have like different like types of things from like the comic books and stuff. And also like from in-depth, they actually created guides, like a little miniature guides to where if you're like in the middle of the game, you can actually go and put like a bring up the guide and stuff. And it'll actually have like the draw the little suggestions of what you can do and this and that in the specific game. And another thing they also have, which I'm pretty excited about, though, is like the enhancements. They have a little tab that you can press the little like the minus button or like the little whatever button. It'll bring up enhancements. In some games, it'll actually turn off the flickering and the slowdown in regards to some of the older games. So, for example, I was playing a bit of the the first TMNT game on the Super Nintendo, that notorious game, to where it's infamous for its slowdown. It's infamous, it's infamous for its sprite flickering because the hardware at the time could not handle how many sprites were going on in the, the screen at the same time. And seeing it running smooth like that, I, I will tell you this right now, it felt fucking weird absolutely fucking weird but uh, there's also in some other games you get to turn on god mode to where you can actually play through the entirety of some of these arcade games and some of these hard as roman reigns <laughs> i like the hint there but uh <laughs> but uh, in terms of like say if you weren't able to play the game or beat it like back in the day or some or if you just want to have a chill experience to where you just want to play through this game and not have to worry so much bullshit you could turn on god mode if you really wanted to or, like, Friendly Fire, or even some bit of other shit and stuff, and just blaze through them. And what's hilarious is the one game which I thought would have may have had, like, a god mode feature or some in it is not there, and that is the original TMNT for the NES. That's one that's... Is that the one that's super, super like, overly hard? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll okay. get into that in a minute, but uh, I want to talk a little bit about the three fighting games that are from the Turtles. Like... The NES one, it's one of the late NES releases, right? The AI is so fucking cheap in this game. And what I mean by cheap, I mean there is one thing that some fighting games do that I absolutely hate, and that is input reading. And what input reading is, is like basically inside the arcades, you could flip certain dip switches and stuff inside of these arcade cabinets so where you could increase the difficulty of the AI so much to where... Even if you were going to try to plan ahead in certain moves and stuff, the AI would automatically know what you were going to do, and they would counteract perfectly almost every time with this stuff. Well, in TMNT, these these fighting games and stuff, the NES version, 
you could tell that uh, there was a lot of bullshit that was going on with the AI and stuff. I was literally playing this game. I turned it on to the easy mode, and I was still getting my ass kicked because the AI would still do all this various stupid shit. Like, uh, they would literally input that I was going to maybe get in close combat or getting like uh, a couple punches, a couple hits in. And all of a sudden, it's like they would pull off these special moves and they would deplete my entire bar in the span of like a few different combos and stuff. And it definitely did not feel all that fun to start off with. This is where the save states and everything else come into play, because if not for these save states, I would not have bothered going through these particular games. So with that in mind and stuff, I have played through and I have played through and actually went through and beat these three Turtles fighting games. The If I had to grade them from worst to best, the worst one is the one for the NES. The one in the middle is the Genesis version. That one is all right and stuff. There are some stages that are kind of weird. It doesn't look as crisp as some of the other stuff, but it also kind of is a cough out because they have these little things from the characters like, oh, you're facing off against clone Leo or clone Casey Jones or clone Raphael. And then let's throw in a random couple of characters and stuff that we've never seen before in the series. And uh, yeah, that's sort of shit like that. And the worst part about some of these games is you have to beat these games at like a specific difficulty level, like say five or above. Now, granted, if you're playing the game and you cannot go through the first level, if you cannot go between go past difficulty one or two without having to cheese the system, <laughs> literally sucker the AI into like doing like you doing like one move or something like that, and them just falling for it every single time, you're not gonna go and finish this freaking game. I mean, granted, I played through. I played through the NES game on easy. I was done after that because I didn't want to spend any more time with it. The Genesis game was okay. I played it on four, like difficulty four, and I still not couldn't get to the actual final final boss of that damn thing. And I'm like, fuck that. I'm finished with it. I've beaten the main stuff. I see credits roll. I'm fine with that. The Super Nintendo game, that one actually looked fairly fun. It actually looked fairly good in terms of the sprite works, in terms of the music. It definitely felt good to play, but at the same time, it's the difficulty of that stuff as well that did prevent me from wanting to go and invest more in it. I mean, I felt like I've played enough fighters to realize that, hey, you know what? This is the type where I do not want to spend a lot of time trying to guesswork the AI, especially when it's bullshit. <laughs> but uh, the the other games I did try out and also do have a bit of nostalgia for is the first Game Boy game for like TMNT because I used to I used to play this game as a kid on my Game Boy like I was like five or six years old. There's a couple of Game Boy games I would play. One was Tetris, two was Super Mario Land, and the third one that my brothers had that I end up inheriting was TMNT: Follow the Foot Clan. Oh, I'm gonna say I, WF WrestleMania. Oh, actually, no, not WrestleMania. I did get like a WWF Warzone or something later on. But uh, but, yeah, it's a fun fact. I actually did play through Warzone and also Attitude on the fucking Game Boy Color. (laughs) (laughs) I had Attitude on Game Boy Color as well. I remember, I, let's just say, I was that huge of a wrestling fan that I did fucking play through those games. As limited as they were on the Game Boy. But uh, going back to it, I went through my initial thing with TMNT 
of all the Foot Clan. It's still fun. I mean, it's limited, obviously. But let me tell you something. The sequel to it, the sequel to it is actually pretty damn good. And not like overtly like night and day. I mean, yeah, there's some sprite redesigns. There's some like aspects of it. But what the game does suffer from is immediate like enemy spam. And what I mean by that is enemy respawning. There are certain levels towards the end of that game. It, I mean, granted, it's like six, five or six levels in all. If you lose a turtle, like if their life fully depletes, you have to play this little mini game or something after the stage ends to where you got to defeat one of this like big old, like robot and stuff in order to free them and do this and do that. But uh, towards the later part of this game, you encounter enemies that are so quick in their respawn. Like literally you would maybe disappear from the panel of the stage previously, maybe for like about a moment, maybe not, not even like a few seconds and then go back and they automatically respawn or they'll just like the Mausers, for example, in one of this, one of these later stages, they keep on reappearing and they never stop unless you actually get off of that panel into the next one so they could just stop the respawn shit. But uh, other than that, I thought this was a better game than the, than the previous one, but at the same time, it's it's also it's also was like kind of a frustrating experience. So I can understand some of the reviewers like going through with this game to where, yeah, there's some great games in here, but yeah, there are some either borderline average games or maybe even some like freaking mediocre ones. Like I wanted to get those ones out of the way just to get a good full grip of things because I've never had a chance to play them as kid, as a kid. The third one, the third turtles game boy game, that one threw me off a bit. And the reason why it's a fucking Metroidvania. This game predates Super Metroid by about a good solid mm -hmm. year. It also pe yeah, predates Super Metroid and it predates freaking uh, Symphony of the Night, right? But it uses a similar like map system as Metroid does. Where you can actually pause the game and stuff, and you can actually see where you're at in this big old freaking map, because you're the whole concept of this thing is you're supposed to go into this big old like factory warehouse and stuff like that. This big old like this big old like freaking area, and you're supposed to rest. You're supposed to like uh, rescue your brothers on top of rescuing April and Neil and stuff. And the way they do it is it's really reminiscent of. A Metroid game because you go into specific areas. If you don't have a power up or don't know how to get to this, you have to go back the opposite way to go to a different area. So this one surprised me. I haven't put too much time into playing this, but it fascinated me to that extent to where I wanted to at least try it a bit more. But let me tell you something. The last one, the last game I did try from this collection is the TMNT NES game because I've only played snippets of it. As a kid, also a little bit as an adult with me owning an NES and trying it that way. I will say this right now. This is definitely the definitive this the definitive way to play that original Turtles game. Because you can turn off the flicker. You can turn off the whole, like, uh, slowdown stuff. There's save states with it. But it still could be freaking confusing. And some of the level designs and some of the decisions made in this game really contribute to how difficult some portions of this game are. Like, did you know that the most infamous, the most infamous part of this game is, is not even like, uh, 
before you actually get into the main portion of this game. Like, it's almost like a prelude into the game itself. Like, I thought this whole underwater, like, seaweed, like, electric seaweed, like, freaking, like, defusing the bomb thing was, like, a little bit later on in the game. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. This is Act 2. And let me, oh, my God. And let me okay. tell you something. I go through, and I get used to controls and stuff. I'm really liking the controls. I'm really liking how the game plays. Then when I get to the next area, and I have to go into this dam, right? I have to jump into the freaking dam in order to disarm these bombs. They give you about two and a half minutes, Tyler. And let me tell you something. In these two and a half minutes, you got you got to disarm about, I would say, eight to ten bombs, right? But here's the thing. The swimming mechanic can be pretty damn floaty. It reminded me of a worse controlling balloon fight. And the way how blah, blah, how like balloon fight plays, it's basically floaty, you know, you have to tap the little the D-pad in a specific direction so that way you're not going too high or too low or you don't run into something like that. Now, granted, the first couple of bombs you disarm, you know, it's it's not that bad. But once you get to the portions where you got to navigate an entire maze of freaking electrified seaweed where you're going turtle, there was parts. I tried this section a couple different times. Overall, three or four attempts to try to complete this section, right? On my very last attempt, I had to pause in the middle of the seaweed section Switch to a different turtle story of the four that I had, and I ended up. Oh man! First time I tried to complete this thing, it I had like maybe five seconds left in order to try to get this thing going, and I was missing one or two fucking bombs. I initially figured out through trial and error to get the last couple of ones because I had missed a subsidiary section to where I had to go back to go to another path in order to do that. But it was stressful. It was definitely bullshit to happen to go and switch turtles between go to the seaweed stuff. And there are certain portions where you have to be precise in order to not get hit by these fucking lasers that are going up and down and stuff like that that are blocking these freaking bombs. Like, once you try to swim into them and stuff, there's some, like, form of resistance that builds up, like, right like, uh, right after you pass through some of the laser fields or something like that. And that exact slowdown is when you get fucking hit by the damn, like, laser mm. and you get, like, a little chunk of damage down. So trying to time that, like, uh, precisely was bullshit. But I'm glad to say I made it through that section. Now I'm lost inside this game because I'm <laughs> on Area 3. I have the Turtle Mobile. I'm going through initial areas, right? I have all these different types of sub-weapons. I've upgraded the turnmobile to where I can destroy barricades. I can I can basically shoot like little like little like uh, little gun stuff, you know, not like just the missiles themselves, but let's just let's just put this in the perspective here. I can actually run over foot soldiers inside this game and they just die in one hit. Whereas if I leave the turtlemobile and I try to like battle one of the enemy ones, they'll kill me in one hit. I'm like, oh fuck no. <laughs> so here's moments of me having to go around in a circle, and all of a sudden I have these same type of like uh, foot soldier vehicles or something appearing and try to kill me from like uh, just respawning. Not even like a few moments afterwards. So yeah, yeah, that that portion's been kind of fun, <laughs> but. Uh, 
overall, what did I, how many of these games did I try and beat? Let's see, one, two, three, four. So I've beat about like five of these turtle games out of the 13 here. I'm still going through the NES one because I feel like that's the last one really I want to try to delve through. One, I have nostalgia for it. Two, I could say I've actually beaten this game. And three, once I'm done with that one, I can just go through the rest of them and enjoy them as I please. So, yeah, it's a work in progress. But other than that, I really fucking want to play Splatoon 3, and I don't have access to it yet. So I'm going to be remedying that situation this week, this coming week. <laughs> That's all I've been playing. Well, good, Gilbs. I'm glad you're enjoying that. Hopefully you get, you're able to get Splatoon here soon. Uh, but, yeah, I think that will wrap it up for us, guys. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I was host. I was Tyler. I have been Colonel Gables. Until next time, everyone, play some games that you'll actually enjoy. Don't get suckered into bullshit. But most importantly of all that, thank you for listening to another fun-filled episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds podcast. And hey, Gables. Yeah. Uh, fuck Ubisoft. Oh, dude, fuck Ubisoft. <laughs> thank you. I'm glad, I'm glad you came with me on one. Bye, guys. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Minus one stars. <laughs>